Hey, what's up, Randos? Welcome back to the Fandom at Random podcast. Hey, Brian, how you doing, bud? Good. How are you, Ed? I'm so good. <laughs> I've never been better. Yep, which is why we're remote. We're just feeling so healthy and young these days <laughs> that, um, yeah, yep. <laughs> I feel about as old as a witcher right now that got his ass kicked. Yeah, without the supernatural ability to feel healthy. So <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> but yeah, welcome back in, randos, to Fandom at Random, the podcast where we cover all fandoms at random. And this week, we are talking about The Witcher, season two. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Roach. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this this is kind of a, a long time coming. We had a couple people ask us to discuss our opinions on season two. Obviously, we already reviewed season one. So, Randos, if you are just getting into The Witcher or you finished season one, you want to hear that review, hop in your time machine, go back. We uh, we covered it. It's there. But uh, we're looking forward to talking about season two today. And right off the bat, if you have not seen season two, they are going to be a shit ton of spoilers. So mm -hmm. you may want to pump the brakes, come back, listen to us after you're all caught up uh but brian what do you say man we getting right into this yeah i think we should i mean normally when we kick off a podcast uh we obviously we discuss our fandom fatality of yeah. the week but mm. i mean hey, we gotta tie the fandom fatality into the show man roach oh the good old roach man the man's best friend in horse form i couldn't believe they took him out mm. yeah i was bummed out man roach I just fucking hate when animals get killed anyway, even if it's fake. But that was disappointing. I love animals. They didn't even put them on a roof at any point. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been funny if they could have found a way to do that. Yeah. Right. The glitch from the uh, Witcher 3 games. Damn it. <laughs> so uh, the critic reviews on season two are very high. Uh, yeah. You hop on Rotten Tomatoes. They're sitting in the 90s. Um, critics really like this show. Uh, audience, not so much. I was going to say, which usually means that the fans didn't like it. Mm. Uh, so audience right now, it's around a 60 out of a hundred, which, okay. uh, isn't, isn't a very great score. Uh, and I mean the word, unfortunately we live in a day and age where, you know, the internet, if they want to do their thing, uh, if the hive mind wants to get together, uh, certain very vocal select minority, uh, which I think is happening in this instance, they all came out of the woodwork where they kept claiming that season two was not faithful to the books at all. And it really yeah. broke away from a lot of things and a lot of characters. So rather than kind of take it for what it was, they decided to review bomb the shit out of it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, um, it, it seemed, it seems like the general populace is doing that with a lot of things lately. Yeah, I mean, Cowboy Bebop is a good example. I did a review on that, the Netflix live uh, live action adaption that came out a couple months back. Um, shit ton of hardcore anime fans like just absolutely review bomb the shit out of it to the point that they canceled season two. Yeah, so, I mean that that show was one and done. Oh. And I know people that actually enjoyed season one. I mean, I wasn't particularly one of them, but yeah, you know, I, I'm I heard people that enjoyed it a lot and it was surprising that it got canceled and i mean randos we mentioned it on uh our witcher season one review but we're not i i haven't read the books i'm not familiar with um any of us uh, sapowski's novels um 
I've played so. some of I've played some of The Witcher Three Wild Hunt, not a ton, yeah, but enough that going into this, I knew what it was. I think you were in the same boat as me. So um, I read the first book, and I think I got like thirty hours into The Witcher Three, so not enough to know all the lore and everything. The first season definitely stuck to the first book, I think, at least for the most part, from what I remember. But yeah, uh, it seemed a little different this season. Yeah, I mean, general consensus is they di they diverged quite a bit, and it pissed mm -hmm. fans off. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, all in all, uh, and we're going to kind of bounce around here. I mean, my thoughts, we'll kind of keep it random. If you want to dip into particular episodes, we can, Brian. But the episode yeah. I want to talk about titled Vampire, which was the first episode, and in my opinion, the best episode, I yeah. think, of the, the entire season. I mean... The first one we got what I wanted to see more of with Geralt. It was more like a Monster of the Week episode. Right. And it got me hyped for the whole season. I'm like, oh, shit, this is where we're going with this, you know? Uh, it, the fight, of course, with the vampire was fucking great. And, yeah, overall, I think it got me in the mindset, like, this is going to be a great season. Yeah, I mean, they. it was cool. I mean, they introduced a couple new characters. It was dark. It was... You know, it's what I wanted to see. I want to see Geralt, the Witcher, being a Witcher, being badass, hunting things, hunting yeah. things, saving people, saving people, the family business. Save me. <laughs> but I, honestly, after that, in my opinion, I think the season kind of went downhill a bit. Yeah, it did for me. Um, it just slowly, like you said, just kind of started going downhill and didn't keep the momentum the first episode kind of set up yeah and it this season was much more linear in storytelling fashion than season one season one was kind of a mess especially the first half because you had a lot of people complaining um because they were touching on all the different timelines that um they were going back and forth from past to present to future yeah um and in this season they they did away with that thankfully and they kept it a lot more concise, which I appreciated. But they they didn't really focus on, or the direction they went in was kind of not the direction I wanted to watch. It, yeah, they ditched the confusing timelines, but at the same time, I found myself confused throughout this entire season as well for different reasons. Where the story was going, what was happening, why it was happening. For somebody that isn't well-versed in the Witcher universe... I don't know. On my end, it felt like it wasn't giving enough information to the story at times. Yeah. And I think like, you know, Geralt, Siri and Yennefer, all of their stories, they were they were fine. The plot lines were fine. They were interesting. Yeah. Um, but I mean, anytime it was like Frangilla, the elves oh. uh, talking about Milfgard. Yeah. We're going to call it <laughs> Milfgard. Yeah. Milfgard. Yep. Um. Anytime it, that stuff was kind of being talked about or on screen, I was like, come on, get back it to of, it. Like it kind of felt like they were like, okay, we have a fantasy show here. There's not a fantasy show without elves. So how are we going to get elves involved in this story? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and the elves play a big role in like the books and stuff. Um, but right. I just I I didn't like I, I didn't like the way they kind of followed the plot line and it just Every time it was Frangilla or the elves, anything like that, I was like, all right, just just get get back to Geralt, get back to Siri, 
I want to see what's going on. Yeah, exactly. If they had just neat, they felt like they needed to add too much. And like you said, if it just stuck to the original characters that we do like, it would have been a lot better. And dude, what was the deal with the um the dude that played like the elf king? I don't the know, elf. man. That guy was like an yeah, he was a terrible actor in my opinion. The ugly elf. First of all, I thought elves were supposed to be like pretty, and that dude was not pretty. <laughs> yeah, not really, uh, not really in the Witcher universe. They're more like you know secondhand, second class citizens or, or third class citizens, which we get to okay. see. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, but, his acting did not hold up to say uh, Henry Cavill or even the girl who plays Siri, which I loved Siri a lot more in this season than the last season. Yeah, so Siri, played by Freya Allen, um, I thought really came into her own this season. Yeah. Um, I was I was pretty happy with you know the direction they took her character. I was fine with the extra screen time. I think yeah. she is a good actress. Uh, they they do a good she does a good job of almost coming off like that air of mystery. Um, she she plays that really well with coming off not like not quite human. If that's a yeah. good way to describe it, almost like otherworldly. Uh, yeah. And then obviously Henry Cavill does that excellently. I mean, he he's carrying this show. Absolutely. Um, without him, it would definitely just be a run-of-the-mill fantasy show. And that's saying something because as much as I like Henry Cavill mm -hmm. and as, a, as Superman and his role in Mission Impossible – one thing you can say, he, he's not like one of those amazing actors. He's good, but in this show, he really shows his chops. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, we know he he loves the Witcher universe. Uh, he actually had a lot to do with like his new armor that he wore this season. He got to personally design that. Yeah. Um, so I, a lot of he got to personalize and he's getting a bit more create uh, creative control of the show. Which right. is why I'm curious. He's such a purist when it comes to storyline and plotline, and staying true to the source material. Yeah, uh, they, they, you know, they made a lot of kind of strange decisions. I know fans are pissed about what they did with Eskel, mm -hmm. um, one of the other Witchers, with killing him off so early, not really delving into his storyline at all. So um, uh, actually, while we're talking about this, let because I've been waiting for this episode to see what is with. The witch did all the witchers have the eyes like Geralt, and no. do they have supernatural abilities like Geralt? Like, what's different about him? Is he the last real witcher? This is one thing I kind of got confused on. No, they're all they're all still mutants. Okay, they were all and they were all still witchers. They they were they were the last of them though. But you can tell. I mean, Geralt, and that was another thing. Like, um, jumping ahead a little on my notes which is fine but oh yeah let's sorry talk, let's yeah, talk about let, let's talk about uh so care Morin, which is like the witcher headquarters yeah and i was kind of pumped like when they went there to kind of like flesh it out and you know find out more about that but i'm with you like a lot of the other witchers man like they it wasn't doing it for me like no, they all just like they, a viking hall where they were all just drunk jocks or something you know yeah I, I was i was hoping for a bit more like personality out of <laughs> yeah. any of them but they were all like the same generic like you said almost like viking type guy yeah um i mean outside of um 
outside of Vesemir, you know, the the old school Witcher, which uh, I wasn't crazy about his casting. I can't think of the guy that ended up playing him. Uh, yeah. But originally, the person that was touted and was supposed to play that role was Mark Hamill. Oh, really? Yeah, Mark That's Hamill the, was. I think the dude who played him looked a little. Because he's supposed to be the guy in the beginning of The Witcher 3, right? That you're traveling yeah, with. Yeah, Vesemir. I think they did a good job making him look like him. But you're right. The acting felt off. And the character felt off, for sure. So we talked about Henry Cavill and we talked about Freya Allen as Geralt and Siri, And then the other person we obviously need to mention is Anya Chalatra, who plays mm-hmm. Yennefer of Vengerberg. Um, and I, you know, I, I do like her, um, but still, I don't know. Something about her Yennefer is like off to me. She when doesn't I, seem I'm, to have the presence that like the real source material Yennefer should have. And you know, obviously, maybe that was a byproduct of this season where you took her magic away. And, you know, that was that was one of the big plot lines. Obviously, Yennefer, her whole thing is having power. Now yeah. she's powerless. Uh, but there's just something about her portrayal of Yennefer that uh, it just still hasn't really jived with me. I don't know what it is. No, and I can. Yeah, I'm feeling the same way. I mean. Don't get me wrong. She's fun to look at. She's a great actress. But yeah, something about her playing Yennefer just feels weird. I tell you who is doing a fantastic job, though. Uh, Joey Beatty, yeah. who uh, portrays uh, Jaskier, mm-hmm. the bard. Uh, he is always great on screen. Or uh, <laughs> Dandelion, Dandelion, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. Um, his, his book name. But yeah, dude, he... He kills it. I mean, the comedic relief he's bringing is just every time he's on screen, um, I think it's great. He, I'm laughing. And, yeah. uh, you know, I he's a super talented musician, um, has a fantastic voice. He actually is in a band. I'm trying to think what the hell they're called right now. I think I talked about them when we did uh, the season one review. Yeah. But obviously, season one, we had Toss a Coin to Your Witcher, mm-hmm. which was a huge hit. And I'm like, how are they going to, how are they going to outdo that? And I don't think they outdid it, but I mean, he, Burn Butcher Burn is awesome. Yeah, it's I mean, still I, fucking, I, I, it hit. It's, or as the kids say these days, slapped. But um, yeah, it wasn't quite where Toss a Coin to Your Witcher was, but it was still great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is like the become the quintessential, like, if you're if you're living in a fantasy realm, it's like the ultimate breakup song. It's like, yeah, burn, I mean, dude, butcher, <laughs> burn. It's like Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody is always going to be their creme de la creme, but they have so many good tunes that just get there. You know, yeah, he's he's the same way. So yeah, uh, he is. I was pumped to have him back in this season. I think he does a great job. And the dynamic with him and Yennefer was fucking hilarious. So yeah, I, I did enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, I thought the costumes and sets were much improved this season over season one, especially yeah. the costume design. Yeah, um, I think everything looked really good and definitely an improvement over the last season. Even though I don't think last season was too bad either, but uh, like a lot of people did, but it was a step up for sure. Yeah, I, I think the the season one, like uh, the the soldiers from uh, Milfgard, 
Uh, it looked like they went to like wish.com to get their armor. <laughs> yeah, like it right. was, it, this, this was every, everything was pretty much improved. I thought the CGI was okay. Um, when, it when referencing really, like to monsters and stuff like that, I mean, it was all right for a TV show hit, hit or miss. Cause it was sometimes where I'm like, okay, that looks really good. But then other times, are meh. uh, one thing they didn't fix though, which I would like to bring up is Triss. <laughs> as hard oh, as God, they yeah. as hard as they tried to wreck on her whole look and it looked a little better it's just she does not fit the the character at all to me yeah i i i, I don't know i i think that was a miss on the uh the casting end of it i think so too because it's just it's kind of like yennefer except a little worse like she doesn't have the charisma the personality that the other tris has so yep. that's one thing every time she comes up on screen i'm just like Ugh. yeah i mean tris tris is like a, a firecracker right and, um right. she just the way she portrays her it's so like reserved and like i, I don't yeah. know it just but doesn't fit tris, doesn't fit tris marigold to me like you said she's supposed to be a firebush i mean firecracker <laughs> um <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> no, was it was appropriate we needed that uh, we needed it um anyway yeah so moving on <laughs> but i mean i overall like the way the plot trot along the season I mean, it, again it's all about siri uh it's all about her bringing the potential destruction to everything you know yeah. we got to learn about her powers more we get to learn about the monoliths and how you know, every time they're destroyed, it's pulling in demons and monsters from other realms or dimensions. And, uh, you know, we I understand that's the whole overall thing. But I still, man, I keep going back to that first episode. Yeah. It's like we need well, more. We need more monster of the week shit. Like we we were big. So supernatural. We're so, huge supernatural yeah, fans. Literally stole the words out of my mouth. Yeah, so go is, ahead. Yeah. Is dude, one show that mastered the art, in my opinion, of doing monster of the week premise with an overarching storyline and merging the two is supernatural. They were able to give us what we wanted, at least in the first five seasons. Well, we won't talk about anything after that, but even after that, the Monster of the Week episodes were always fun. And then they gave us one, two episodes to keep the story going through the whole season. But the focus was the monster hunting. And if they had followed that foundation for The Witcher, it could have turned out so much better. I mean, they even could have spent some time on like, you know, obviously we got the Siri training montage, her trying to get badass, stuff like that. But I mean, what about a even like a Gwent episode? Yeah, like just some of like the witchers hanging out, drinking, like have like a 10 minute Gwent match, like of playing mm. cards just right. as like a, I don't know, like a, a throw in to like people that have played the games or I don't know. I, I think that would have been kind of yeah. a cool thing to portray. It's one of those things that it should have at least had some kind of appearance in the show, you know, like I and again, like I don't give a shit about like the the magic council or like the uh, any of like uh, yeah, the, yeah. the the political like maneuvering they're trying to do it's like this show is not game of thrones yeah the show is called the witcher mm. focus on the actual witchers hunting monsters Geralt, all that shit 
you know, spend less time with that political intrigue and trying to be Game of Thrones because you're not. We have, um, you can literally fucking point at anything on Amazon Prime or anything else and pick a show where somebody's trying to fight the patriarchy or fucking take a government, political influence, all this other bullshit. We don't need it in The Witcher and it's just boring. <laughs> yeah. So I, so yeah, I the, think, we, yeah, it's just not there. <laughs> you know, I, I think the, the bones of the show are good. Uh, I think they have, yeah, obviously the, the property is good. The, the world, the characters, the lore is, is all there. They just need to, they need to flesh it out more and they need to kind of navigate it a bit better um, with kind of like what they're spending their time on uh, with these episodes. And, you know, I think, I think they could, it, it could be better, but it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. It's, it was entertaining. Um, I think I like the first season better. Like you said, there is definite <laughs> foundation for a great show to be built off of. And obviously people like it and they have the potential to do it. So I'm excited to see where it goes, but it could have been better this season. Yeah. And I mean, as long as, as long as Henry Cavill is still involved and, you know, I, I don't know how much creative control or input he had this season, but if they're going to look at, you know, obviously they got a bunch of fan lashback. Uh, for making some of the, the decisions that they made with departing from certain things in the books or making changes to characters. Hopefully they can get back to the source material a bit closer. Yeah. Um, and hopefully just please everybody going into season three. But yeah, um, right. anything else you want to touch on with episodes or, or season two in general? Uh, no, you know, if I'm being honest, dude, I know it's been a little bit since we watched it because we were supposed to review it earlier, but it says a lot that the only things I really remember are about Siri, Geralt, and some of the Yennefer uh, stuff, and then any of the elf characters or any of those new political characters, I don't care, and I don't remember. Yeah, so, obviously yeah. the big bad was the, uh, you know, the witch in the cabin. The Baba Yaga. Isn't that, the the isn't Baba Yaga. that based off of? Uh, the Russian witch that lives in, that's a house. I think that's what it's based off of. Is it? Yeah, I think that's the fairy tale that John Wick is based off of. The witch lives as a house in like a different realm or something. And it she has legs and shit. But yeah, anyway, I have to double check that. The Baba Yaga. Mm. Into the woods, hut, hut. Right. But uh, yeah, no, I think we covered anything we really needed to cover. Yeah, I... Uh... Still enjoyed it. Still enjoyed yeah. it, but it's still it, to me. It's still it's coming off as generic fantasy show at this point, which there are a dime a dozen. You know, you can hop on sci-fi. You can hop on multiple different other things and properties, and every everybody's yeah. got their own like fantasy or sci-fi show at this point. Like, and dude, cover. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the thing about The Witcher, right, and the thing that kind of appealed to me when I played the game is the mechanics of fighting different monsters. So digging into the lore of the monster of the episode, digging into how, what potions, what weapons, what materials you need to yes. fight this monster, 
really would be what set this show apart from other fantasy properties. Yeah. And seeing Geralt, like why he drinks that fluid that makes his eyes black to hunt a vampire because it makes his senses sharper. He can see in the dark, kind of like a vampire. But they didn't really explain that, did they? I mean, a little bit. And, you know, they, they delved into that a tad with a couple yeah. of the monsters that he fought and like some of the lore that they had, like when they fought like the tree thing that killed Eskel, like they, mm. they, they mentioned fire can kill it. Um, yeah. You know, little things like that. But I again, that all ties back into like we need more Monster of the Week episodes. Yeah, exactly. Um, and actually like like hunting things and like going into the lore. And I want more of that. And I want yeah. more time of just I'm hoping now that like they got through, um, you know, meeting up with the Witchers. You got series training montage, yada, yada. And now that Yennefer's with them, I'm hoping we'll get more of those three. Yeah. Next season. You know, obviously have the wild hunt as like the overarching thing that is going or coming for them and going to happen. But just right. give them an opportunity to make their way from town to town and just, you know, just get into trouble and uh, just kind of live and breathe mm. in the world. And don't yeah. try to orchestrate all this political bullshit with, you know, the yeah. elves and and Milfgard and and then obviously the big twist at the end. uh so Siri's father is still alive and he is the 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 what is it? The the, the white flame? The white flame, yeah. Yeah, the white flame of, of Milfgard. Milfgard. But yeah, like you said, Game of Thrones already did it. We saw what happened there. They got way too complicated and tied up of their own ass. Didn't work out for them. Uh we don't need the political jargon here. We need monster hunting. So, and like you said, they got a lot of shit out of the way with these first two seasons. Hopefully. That's where we're going to get to in season three. You see, we're getting that Witcher spinoff show. Yeah. What was it again? I forget. I, I'd have to look it up quick. I should have made um, a note. Yeah, no, it's. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, here, I'll look it up real quick. But I mean, it. You're again, not talking about the animated show, right? No, no. I'm talking they're coming out with another live action. Right. Within the Witcher universe. Blood Origin. That might be it. Um, I yeah. watched. I watched like the, the teaser. backstory between the conjunction of spears. Ugh! So that sounds terrible. It sounds like the political bullshit actually wrapped up in a series. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know it. To me, it's like the only thing. No, I shouldn't say the only thing, but the main thing that this show has going for it is the Witcher property. The yeah. fact that. You know, it, it that's what it is. But, I mean, it's just a generic fantasy skin over it. All right, let's get into uh, random review scores, Brian. Yeah. All right, you want to go first? You want me to go? What do you think? I mean, yeah, I can go first. I'm pretty set okay. on my score. So, I think we covered everything pretty damn well. You know, it was a Witcher season. And Garel, Henry Cavill, definitely carried it. I liked Siri a lot more in this season, her character. Yennefer and Triss are just kind of blessed. So, how many fire bushes out of ten do you give this? <laughs> I'm gonna say <laughs> seven fire bushes out of ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be boring because uh, I'm pretty much right where you're at. I was hovering around a seven point five. Yeah. Um, you know, I think without without Cavill like bringing everything he had to this role 
Uh, it, de- it definitely would have probably been hovering in maybe the sixes, but I still yeah. thought it was an entertaining watch. I think it has potential. I'm with you. I think a solid seven, though, uh, does this justice. You know, by no means bad. I didn't regret watching it. No. Um, and there's but worse I think shit on TV. It's one of the things you want to put on. So it, it's more just they've got this property. Like, come on, do more with it. Explore the lore. That's I should make mm-hmm. a petition. Explore the lore. <laughs> you know, of the fire bush. Of the fire bush. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a clean bush, a good fire bush. So <laughs> not great, not the best, but a seven. <laughs> <laughs> Give that fire bush a seven out of ten. <laughs> seven out of ten. <laughs> oh, All right, man. that about I think that about wraps up our uh, random review of season two of The Witcher. Uh, we've got more shit on the horizon. We're gonna have an Elden Ring review coming. I mean, uh, maybe we should do a trailer movie. Speaking of generic um, fantasy shows, we should do a trailer reaction of Return of the Rings or whatever they're calling it now. Oh yeah, yeah, it just came out. I, I saw uh, that. I can't even remember the name of it now. Yeah, I, 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 I know what you're talking about. Origin of the Rings. I don't know the new Lord of the Rings TV show. We should do a trailer for that. Yeah, I'd be down. But yeah, so um, yeah, we got some things coming around the corner. Cool. All right, Randos. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back in the studio soon. Got a uh, little bit of a studio upgrade to show you guys next time. Uh, next time we're live. So we appreciate it. <laughs> Again, fandom at random.com. All the ways you can follow, like, watch, listen to us. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thanks for going to that one.